this might be my favorite interview of the entire convention here at America Fest. We're with the team from All Things Possible, Samantha, Jeff, Jeff and Michelle, Jeff. and probably my favorite guest, <laughs> Arrow. And the work that these guys are doing is unbelievable. It's probably um, some of the most important work of all the groups that we've encountered. You guys are fighting um, human trafficking, so and you have a program that you talked to me a little bit about, and I want to talk about that program, the, the, the lesson, and I also want to talk about what you guys are doing, how you're saving um, these, these young girls from being human trafficked, and I want to talk about Arrow's role in all of that. So maybe we'll start with you, Samantha. Yeah, so you're probably talking about Skull Games, because I know you were just over at the booth. Uh, Michelle is our director of Intel, and I'm going to let her speak on that. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just share a little bit about our involvement. So I'm a sex industry survivor myself. And at Skull Games, we have survivors that have turned into hunters. We also do Samantha Weekends at All Things Possible Training Center in Colorado Springs. We teach them jujitsu, knife training, gun safety, shooting, um, a bunch of different other skills. And then they use that in a combination exercise where they do an extraction of girls that are being trafficked in a home. And so it's a very empowering, very full circle moment for them. Sure. Um, but Michelle can share a little bit more about our Skull Games and how we repurpose survivors well, uh, we into that, can hunters. You, can you go into a little bit more detail when you say hunters, that, that some of the folks have become hunters, how that, what that works? Yes, so we, uh, we put the girls through open source intelligence training. A lot of them don't even have high school diploma, so it's a big deal for them to learn a trade like that. And so they then go online, they identify victims of, of sex trafficking, their associates and their traffickers, type up a lead report, and then we push those lead reports to local law enforcement. So they're where, able to actually get involved and, yes. and help rescue others. Yes, yes, that's correct. So it's, a, it's very empowering and it's really a full circle moment for a lot of the girls. Jeff. So I am the newly appointed president of All Things Possible Ministries as of like two days ago. So I've been the chief operating officer. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, known, I've known Victor Marks and Eileen Marks, who are the founders of ATP. We, we actually met in Iraq. So I was, a, when I first retired, I got involved with recovering Yazidi girls and Syrian Christian girls that had been taken captive by ISIS. So that, and sold into sex slavery. So that's where I first met Victor and, and All Things Possible got really well known for that work in Syria and Iraq and the Middle East. And over that time, we've become partners and now we've extended what it is we're doing all across the globe, specifically in the in Asia, the Middle East, and then what we're talking about here is what we're doing here in, in the US. So I think I think when people think of trafficking, we're, we're definitely learning more, but too often we think it's a foreign problem mm -hmm. or all of this. It's, it's, it's a homegrown problem that, that she identifies specifically coming out of the industry and then how we're able to apply kind of military tactics and intel to, to combat it. And, and, and what are you seeing as the approach that, that uh, traffickers are taking in terms of, of getting, gaining the attention of young girls? The biggest thing, we, we call it grooming and the, and the Romeo tactic, where they meet these girls online usually and they pretend to be what it is they're looking for, a, a boyfriend. And it, it, what's interesting as our culture goes more and more online, and even when you look at COVID, all these girls and boys that were stuck inside, it was an absolute harvesting opportunity sure. for, for these traffickers and these pimps. So to, to understand what this cycle looks like and protect your children, and what we can do from there is, is, there is definitely important. Is there a specific important. profile that, that you find when, of, of 
girl that is more uh, susceptible to being trafficked? Yeah, more susceptible. Obviously, it, it, it'd be the common sense. Broken homes, you know, girls that are underprivileged, under uh, under resourced, you know, where, where they're ju they're just not protected. So I guess girls that aren't protected. I'm not saying anyone is immune from it, but a a, a two per, a two parent family that is understood building self confidence and self esteem. That girl almost becomes it, yeah, right? be okay. because the, the the trafficker is looking for the the weakest in the herd. Mm -hmm. Sure. So if you are carrying yourself with confidence and poise. They, they don't want anything to do with you. You have anything to add on that, Sam? You've, you've yeah, I mean, I would definitely reiterate everything that he was saying. Okay. But that also means to not get too comfortable as a two-parent home, right? Because two-parent home, if both of them are working 10, 12-hour days, right. and Susie's at home by herself, she's vulnerable and susceptible online in a guard-gated community in the most posh neighborhood. So, yeah, like Jeff said, nobody's immune. Um, but, yeah, pimps and traffickers, which are one and the same, they are looking for vulnerabilities. And a vulnerability is my parents are still together in here, but they don't any attention to me or gals that fall through the cracks of the foster care system or gals that have grown up around this lifestyle. Once the, once the trafficker has made contact, what's the timeline that we're looking at in terms of uh, when you're, they're able to secure uh, an, uh, enough of a reaction yeah. to, uh, to... It, it, it's all different, but I'll, I'll apply it to them. So your question was very specifically who's, who's the most vulnerable. Right. But the other thing I would add though, and especially, I don't know who this audience is, but parents, the, par, but, 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 and parents from like there are traffickers that specifically yeah. will target a girl coming from a good home because it, it's an ego boost. How, yeah. how hard is it for me to find a girl who's been rejected by her family, living on the streets like right. that, that? So it becomes they, a game. It becomes a game, and it becomes an ego boost for these traffickers. So some of them are purposefully targeting Christian girls wow. from good family homes. Wow. And and to tie it into your question. A girl who's maybe she's been abused by her family or she her her family are drug addicts. Her level of shame is much different than let's say a, a conservative Christian girl. Sure. So sure. it there it's the shame game that they play. So it, it's all different. Like if I if I can convince a young girl as a trafficker to just to do something that was shameful to her that she wants to hide from her family or her community or her church, you've got her hooked. So it really is that they are masters of manipulation. And some girls need a lot to make them feel shameful and afraid and others just need a, a, a tiny little bit of leverage that they can hold so it can them. almost happen overnight under some it, it, it certainly can it certainly so can. so i want to get to you michelle yep. um, you and i were talking and i was really impressed with, with uh, your program so i want to hear from your perspective how can parents protect their children uh, parents that are involved knowing that it sounds like even if you're a really involved parent we've got traffickers that see this as a game how, how do they protect children and then tell us about arrow i mean i'd love for her to speak for herself honestly some of the More some of the, the the greatest things you can do which we were talking about is be involved with your kid's life know who your kid's friends are be, have them have that rapport with them have that conversation with them understand what they're doing online as well and and, and personally have them do jujitsu I mean, seriously, I'm sorry, but a girl who walks in a room who knows jiu-jitsu walks differently sure. than a girl who doesn't. So well, that's just a personal take from a girl who listen, does Listen, my husband will agree with yeah. that all yeah. day, every day. That's, that's a big difference. And, and a lot of it is, like, girls are settling. Mm -hmm. You can't tell, the, they always want to know this, you can't tell a bad boyfriend from a trafficker. You, oh, you yeah. can't tell. Yeah. You know, but don't settle for the bad boyfriend. If he's not reinvesting in you mm -hmm. for who you are and what made you who you are, 
that's a bad boyfriend. Get rid of that guy. So when we were talking and you were saying that uh, a boyfriend for your daughter who doesn't want to come in and get to know you guys is a, is a red flag. And that's right. When we identify victims of self trafficking, we see their social media. I can see from when they're, you know, 14, 15, 16, into sports, into families, and slowly it's all being removed. And we see that right on their Facebook, right on their Instagram. And that's the story mm-hmm. until they're completely removed from their family, their friends, their, their community, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're caught in this game. So how does Arrow who... Arrow is uh, from Baden Canaan in Canada. Uh-huh. And uh, I think we have four, four Baden dogs within the ministry. I got Arrow through a veterans program through Baden Canine. So she helps with mobility. She does security for me, but she also, when we were with women and children, they're very affectionate and loving and they can love on them. And so when we do our Samantha weekends at the training center, our dogs roam around and they just sit with them and the, and the girls can love on them and hug them as they're crying so that they're very multifaceted that way. Well, I have to say, I have been a believer my whole life that dogs are healing. Yes. Do you have any other questions for this team before I do. we wrap up? I, I, I do. Um... Can you tell us a little bit about the, the trainability of this particular uh, dog? Uh, dog. Arrow, I mean, this, this breed. So, uh, Baden Canine really has uh, shepherds and Malinois, Dutch shepherds, German shepherds, and Malinois, and they really are bred for specific roles. They, they, uh, they train them for law enforcement, they train them for special forces around the world, they train them for family protection, they train them for veterans. So, each one is trained very, very specific at different levels, but it always starts with um, stability and mobility and obedience. And these would be good family pets. They as well. are fantastic family pets as they're training and raising their dogs. And again, I don't train this dog. I was trained to work with dogs, so I want to be careful what I say. But as they're training these dogs, they're, they're, the trainers are taking them home with their families, with their children. They are fierce protection of the family. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks thank for having you us. Thank you so much for having so us. Much. For the work that you guys are doing, um, I, I am blown away. So I'm just going to say we are, you could, they can go to allthingspossible.thinkific.com. Oh, for the free course. Those are free courses. Those are free courses. So okay. victormarks.com is our website. Okay. But those are free courses. Oh, that, that's a uh, protect your family, family course. course. Sam and myself okay. and another survivor named Sarah Jane. Have a nice have a nice online course that you can that you can access. That it's like how long is it? Six hours. Yeah. It's really yeah. long. It's yeah. broken up into modules. Yeah. This is this is vital. Every parent should know this. We work with yes. parents. We're fighting for parents' rights. Uh, there's a lot right now that, that is facing the nuclear family in this country, yes. and I think this is so important. So, uh, if you want to send me any information, we'll link all of this. We, yeah. we wanna we wanna get the word out Skull about games. the work uh, that you guys are doing about Skull Games. <laughs> And of course, Arrow might end up getting a fan club. Actually. Yeah, exactly. She, she, she has an Instagram. Oh my gosh. She has an All right. Well, we, maybe we can link her Instagram. That would be great. Thank you so much, thank you guys. You so much. Thank you. From all of us at the Unity Project, thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope to continue producing content that amplifies voices, strategies, and resources. Please keep in mind that the Unity Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that relies on the contributions of our generous supporters to fuel the work we do in this movement. If you value our efforts, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution today by visiting our website at www.unityproject.com and clicking the donate button. We very much appreciate your continued support and confidence, without which our work wouldn't be possible. 